Welcome to Otaku American, episode OAP4. In this episode, we're going to be talking about, as if you're not familiar as of right now, OAP4 is a play on, on Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, I've been paying a little bit of attention to uh, GTA V, and um, I saw the new video, the new uh, video they had on there in regards to uh, telling people about the new features of GTA V. Um, in my eyes, personally, I believe I'm probably going to end up getting GTA V over Saints Row 4. What do you feel about that, LB? Yeah, I will definitely get Saints Row 4 over GTA 5 because, in my opinion, the game is just better than us, um, G- Grand Theft Auto is. Now, have we seen any gameplay? Uh, well, actually, uh, I think I have seen gameplay of, G- of uh, uh, Saints Row 4 as opposed to on GTA 5. The gameplay just recently came out. Now, GTA 5, I'm probably going to want to get that more so than Saints Row 4, only because on Saints Row 3 and now with Saints Row 4, they've gotten totally away from the whole, you know, let's have a storyline kind of thing. Saints Row 4 is just completely over the top. Saints Row 3 was completely over the top also, but Saints Row 4 is just, just straight out ridiculous. And not saying I'm not going to like that, it's just that as of right now, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to a storyline. And being that I saw GTA 5's trailer, it looks like there's a bit more humor in the new GTA coming out than um, any other GTA prior to that. So, and it looks like they actually have learned that they need to be, you know, not so serious serious. It still be serious because it's easy to distinguish between GTA 5 and Saints Row 4 because they're totally different games from each other. The only thing they share in common, they happen to be both um, sandbox games. The sandbox being that you basically have this sandbox. It's uh, kind of like um, having it as a child. You would have you sit down. You have a sandbox. You can do whatever you want in that sandbox. These games are basically the same thing. You sit down. You play a character. You can do basically whatever you want. And literally in Saints Row 4, you can do whatever you want in these games. Personally, I'm looking forward to more Saints Row, um, not Saints Row, GTA 5. See, you know you want Saints Row down, deep down inside. You know you do. I do. I'll probably end up getting both games, honestly. I have to say, I'll probably end up getting both games. But as of right now, depending on which one comes out first... Um, are we sure what, when, uh, cause I know, uh, GTA 5 is probably not coming out until like second or third quarter of 2014, if not later than that. Um, Saints Row 4 is probably going to be either a little earlier, a little before that, or, or maybe, you know, around the same time, somewhere in that range. But, um, the, uh, Saints Row 4, I was really looking forward to it. To some extent, I wish they would put a little more storyline because I like the first one and the second one where there was a storyline, you know, it was still a little over the top. The first one wasn't over the top at all. The first one is almost like a uh, a straight up almost rip off of uh, not really rip off, but like a straight up clone of GTA to begin with. And the second one, they came up onto their own. They started doing other stuff. The third one, they just said, you know, forget the story. We're going to make up this way over-the-top story. 
um, a lot of humor involved. Like, I mean, I we saw the Saints Row 4 uh, trailer, and, you know, there was a lot of laughing, laughing in laughter in the uh, Saints Row trailer, as opposed to the GTA trailer. It was more or less like we're sitting there watching a movie that's interactive. What, you said the same thing? Well, as I was watching this, the uh, Grand Theft Auto trailer, I kind of had the same feelings and reactions I did when I was actually playing the games. Whereas, you know, I'll be sitting there and I'm watching it, but it it makes you feel like you have ADD because you start thinking about other things. So the game just it doesn't grasp your attention like a like a video game should. I mean, the game seems so boring and dry, mainly because there's in the color spectrum, there's not a whole lot of colors that they use throughout the game, which but, differentiates. What in GTA? Yeah, in GTA. But I say this year's coming uh, GTA is a lot more. It's, it's first of all, it's no, no, in no, LA. No, it's in LA. So don't get me wrong. The the new Grand Theft Auto, they definitely they stepped their game up, stepped it up, and they used stepped a lot game more colors seriously. than they previously did. So they you know you can actually up, sit seriously. and play it for a while, as opposed to only being able to play it for maybe an hour. Because now, they actually made it visually look more colorful, so that'll keep your attention. And they actually added, you know, some things that were kind of humorous to it. But what I found the most interesting about the Grand Theft Auto, the new Grand Theft Auto, is that you have the three characters, and to my understanding, at any point in the game, you can switch between any of the three characters, and you can set up the different missions in different ways. Doesn't that kind of remind you of uh, State of Decay, where you can come out and switch between different characters in State of Decay? Is in a it, way. It's kind of similar. I'm not saying that it's going to be done the same exact way as State of Decay, because honestly, I haven't played it enough. I haven't played it at all, honestly. Well, but from what I understand... Like but with Grand Theft Auto, you can switch between the three and have Only those three. three. Well, only those three and have all three interacting at once. Yes. With State of Decay, it's just you. Yeah. Because I saw the trailer of uh, GTA 5, and it did show that you can um, you can go from, you know, like the one trailer had it where they were going into, uh, they were smashing into a um, office building. And you use the one character to smash the window. Uh, take the hostage. You switch out from that character into the, another character who's literally in the uh, another building across the uh, way, and he starts sniping people off. And then you switch out of that character to go into the guy who's flying the helicopter to help them get out of that situation. Yeah, so I found that pretty interesting. I thought that was pretty hot. I was like, yeah, I can't wait. If that's in the game and you got that kind of thing, like they were showing another thing where the three characters were in totally different areas of the map. Now, first of all. If San Andreas, San Andreas was a large, large, large game on PlayStation, on PlayStation 2, right? Was it PlayStation 2? Yeah, on PlayStation 2. This game, from my understanding, it's like three times bigger than San Andreas, which is just straight out ridiculous. You got a mountain in one spot, you have backwoods, you have the city itself, you got the beach, you got, it's basically LA. It's basically LA. Yeah, I'm sure you can tra- fast travel, but do I really want to? Like the first, I'll say the first like two, three days of the game, I'm just gonna be spent going around all over the place. Cause I, from my understanding, the beginning of the game, when you first play that game, unlike the other games, you have access to everything right off the bat. When I say everything, I don't mean everything like Saints Row. Saints Row, when you, when I say access to everything, I mean literally you have access to everything. Like in Saints Row Three, you had access. To the VTOL uh, 
VTOL plane, you had access to the uh, hover bike, you had access to um, um, a melee weapon, which was a dildo weight melee weapon. You had access to everything right off the bat. When I say access to everything in GTA, I mean you just have access to the whole map. Because in former GTAs, you only had access to the area that you had to actually play uh, your missions in. And then you had to work your way into uh, opening up the rest of the um, city. Yeah, I noticed that. Which sucked because, like, seriously, when I'm when I'm in the real world, I don't have just access to my house and then access to my neighborhood and then access to my town. Yeah. No. You must complete 40 missions inside your house before you can go out the front door. Out the front door. It's like you know. What? I'm like, wait a minute. This how is this supposed to be a sandbox if you're restricting me to uh, areas that uh, to uh, certain areas you want me to go? So that I can progress through the story. Yeah, Whereas Saints Row was like, yeah, just do whatever you want. If you want to finally go and do something in the story, then go ahead. But, you know, for the most part, we don't care. <laughs> just do whatever. Yeah, that's real nice. You know, oh, yeah, it's an open and free game. You can do what you want. But we're going to restrict you for the first 40 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I can. And it looks like, like I said, it looks like Saint. It looks like Saints Row. I really do want to get that. Obviously, uh, it looks like <laughs> GTA Five has actually learned that because Saints Row Three did it phenomenally well, money wise. Yeah. They made a lot of money off of Saints Row Three. Yeah. They it almost got to the point where they were making like Grand Theft Auto money, really. If not straight up made Grand Theft Auto money, because you know, I had Grand Theft Auto Four, and eventually I got bored with it. Whereas Saints Row 3, I still have the game even right now. I've bought, matter of fact, I bought the game on PlayStation and on Xbox. Because yeah. I, I had the Xbox version first. Don't have an Xbox anymore. And then ended up getting the PlayStation uh, version. I have it a direct download on my um, console. Yeah, that's another thing I was getting at. Aside from the obvious gameplay of the game, you know, the colors and the humor, they'll, they'll make you want to keep playing the game. The game has, like, infinite replay value. Whereas when you have... Grand Theft Auto, you have to be a hardcore Grand Theft Auto fan, like completely, to want to play this game repeatedly. Not really. It's uh, I think Grand Theft Auto is more or less like uh, if you want more of a realistic um, view in the sandbox market, then yeah, that's your game will be Grand Theft Auto. Plus, if you're just happen to be a Grand Theft Auto fan, you'll be pleasantly surprised with the way this game is shaping up to be. Whereas Saints Row 4, if you're a Saints Row 4 fan, you're, you, you're a little whacked out anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But, you know, you, you won't be disappointed with uh, the Saints Row that they're going to come out with uh, out of this fall. About the realism in video games, you know, personally, you know, there are, there are a few games that I'll in play, that I'll play and enjoy that are like realistic games. But, you know, I always raise the question, how much realisticness do you want in a fantasy video game? I How mean, much realism do I want in a fantasy video game? The, the two don't game? even make sense in the same sentence. Why would you go into a fantasy world and want to take the fantasy out of the fantasy world and replace it with realism? Well, Why to would be, you even call to it be, a fantasy world? To be honest with you, I would, like, when it comes down to, uh, if you've had a pretty hard day at work and you feel like shooting someone in the face, you could probably do it with either game. But at least with GTA, it's more realistic. Whereas, technically, if I had a hard day at work, I think I want to play Saints Row because then I could just fly. I could fly planes and then, like, drop bombs on people. Yeah, you probably want to play something that'll make you feel better, make you laugh. But uh, how about, did you check out um, Titanfall? Have you checked out Titanfall? Well, I've watched the trailer for it. 
I don't think that there is a uh, game, a playable demo or anything, but pretty much any trailer you see from any game now is the actual gameplay footage. So yeah, I'm, basically. I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know, this game, this game seems pretty interesting. You know, you see a guy, obviously, I don't know if they're going back to Earth, if they left Earth. Or yeah, that part I'm like not that. entirely sure about yet. But everything, it, apparently, it looks like, um, so I guess they're sentient machines that drove humanity from Earth. Uh, I'm just speculating because I didn't go to the wiki or anything, but I think that the, I think humanity is trying to fight back and retake the Earth for their own. And, you know, apparently... For one reason or another, the machines, the sentient machines, I guess, don't like that. But anyways, as I'm watching the trailer, you know, the gameplay footage, it looks fluent, and it looks like you can really go anywhere that you want to go, and the game looks fun to play, so I'll probably pick it up at least. Yeah, i I probably pick it up. Uh, the game is really only available as of right now on Xbox 360, uh, Xbox One, and PC, and that won't be until, uh, I believe, early next year. Um, around the time it should, it's not going to be a launch title, of course, but it's probably going to be like shortly after. But um, uh, I think Titanfall. Um, first of all, I was the I was when Xbox. What was it? Xbox One or Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? Which one was it that had the Mech Warrior? Um, Mech Warrior? I yeah. think that was Xbox. That was regular Xbox. When Mech Warrior not came mistaken. out, and Mech Warrior Two was awesome. I could, uh, yo, I love playing. But then again. Like I said multiple times, I enjoy mech-based games. I love mecha. I love mecha anime. I love robots in general. Um, you know, for the most part, you know, anything that's robot-affiliated, I'm, I'm willing to at least watch it. Now, with mecha, Mech Warrior, I hated Mech Warrior. But the actual, um, I've show. hated every mech the video game. I've hated every Mech Warrior that came into existence. But I just I loved Armored Core. Well, Mech Warrior was trying to be more like if we really had robots, big giant robots. Exactly, this is how it would play as like uh, simulation wise. Well, that's not how it would be though. Personally, that's not how it would be. If we actually got to a point in time where we actually made giant robots like that, it will be so far in the future that those robots would not move two miles an hour. Just like that new movie that comes out. Those monsters don't move that slow. And just like with Armored Core, you know, you got boosters and all those other different kind of attachments you can put on the machine to make it move a lot faster. It doesn't have to move. Are you talking when you said those monsters aren't that slow, are you talking about uh, Pacific Rim? What is it? Pacific Rim, right? I think that, I, I'm not sure of the title of the movie. But if you're talking about Pacific Rim, how do we know those those monsters could be small, um, slower than that? No, I'm not, talking, could be fast. I'm not talking about the actual monsters. I'm talking about the monsters that we made, the big machines. Oh, Those okay. things move fast. Oh. If we, when, when humanity actually gets to that point to actually make something like that, it's not going to move two miles an hour. Yeah. I would imagine not. People get bored with it quickly. That's the um, reason I hated MechWarrior. Let me ask you this. With Titanfall, I read on, uh, in a couple of publications that Titanfall is not going to have a, a single-player campaign. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? It's not going to have. It's not going to be an option. It's not going to have one. Period. They're not going to put a single-player campaign mode in that game. They're just not doing it. So basically, what they're saying is it's strictly multiplayer. 
strictly not what like total. defiance uh no because defiance is an mmo right but uh it's just multiplayer it's like uh shadow run it's not like shadow run because shadow run on xbox sucked completely or or brink which also sucked completely but it's more or less like all right well we have a storyline it's like taking like um halo and taking um I would imagine it's like taking Halo and taking like Gears of War, taking a single player out of the game. So it's like just firefight mode from Halo, uh, or or the Horde mode from Gears. No, it's not. What I'm saying is it has a campaign mode, but it's only online. Oh, it doesn't have a single player campaign mode. It doesn't have where I can sit down and play the game and just play the campaign mode by myself. Well, instead, it has a multiplayer campaign mode. Can you go online? And go into your settings and put, I mean, even though it's still online, you can put local other people invite only to your game? No, of course, everything multiplayer would be there still. It's still going to be multiplayer. I'm saying it's just not going to have a campaign mode for single player. Because that would be the single player campaign mode. If other people can't join your game unless you invite them, then that would be single player campaign mode. Technically, yeah, it would be, but I'm saying uh, when they say single-player campaign mode, they're talking about where you're not online and you're playing the game by yourself. They said because some some games have, like, for instance, Halo. Halo had a single-player campaign mode and a multiplayer campaign mode. They were the same campaign mode, except one was single-player and one was multiplayer. So you can play it offline in the event that you don't have internet in your house. Basically. That, that would kind of piss me off if I couldn't play it and I and you know, God forbid, you know, I can't have internet for whatever reason. Then you tell well, me. Well, no, you could, it, it's not a matter of being able to play it online or not. It's a matter of, because I'm sure you could play it online, you could play it offline, but. Well, I'm not really talking about playing it online. I'm talking about no, playing no, it but offline I'm saying, by myself. Yeah, it, but they said the reason why they didn't put it in the game, they didn't implement it in the game, is because most people don't even play it single player. Like everybody plays, no, but everybody plays single player, and then only five percent of the people who buy the game actually complete the single player uh, campaign. So they didn't see the point in making one, but only five percent of the people are going to actually uh, finish this game out on single player campaign mode anyway. Most people play campaign mode only to get the the idea of how to play the game, so that when they play online, they don't get quote unquote pwned on a regular basis. That's really the only reason why they get their head pwned. Yeah, that's the only reason why they even play. Yeah, so that's basically it. Uh, the last game we're gonna mention is, as it turned out, this past weekend we both actually uh, acquired um, Defiance on. He got it on Xbox, I got it on PlayStation. Much to my disappointment, I can't play it with him because he's on PlayStation. What yeah. the heck? That it, it's not really that disappointing because Xbox won't allow any of that. Just like um, what that new uh, Final Fantasy game that's about to come out, the MMO, uh, it's not on Xbox because they Xbox won't allow uh, the cross-platform part. Makes you want to go to you know the Microsoft corporate headquarters and just set the building on fire. Yeah, it, it doesn't make me want to set it on fire because when you get Xbox Live, Xbox Live is a closed platform, a closed architecture of their online support. So for me, it's not really that surprising at all. Period. So when they when I went into GameStop and they told me, nah, it's, you can't do that, I was like, oh, okay, made sense. Well, you can still set the building on fire though. Yeah, well, I guess you could do that. So 
Or, or you can go inside and, you know, go up to CEOs and just start punching them in the face. They'll be like, why are you punching me? Like, hey, you change this and I'll stop punching. Now, how did you feel about the, um, the game itself when you were playing it? Well, I'm still playing it now. I like it. I like it a lot. Game, I like it. You know, I gotta say, the only thing that I don't like is you can't play it offline at all. But, you know, it's MMO, so, you know, that's fine. But no, the game is, is really... It's good enough, and it's just like a straight-up shooter. I tell you this, I don't really not, like shooters not though, to cut you like off, this. but I tell you this: it's weird to hear you say I can't play it online because two episodes ago you mentioned so many times. I have to keep bringing this up because you two mentioned two mentions ago, two episodes ago, you mentioned how you wanted everything to be multiplayer, 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 and yet last week. You said, well, a couple of days ago, you said, oh, well, this game, I'm playing this game, State of the K, I'm playing it, even though it should have a multiplayer uh, part, but I'm still playing it because yeah, it's a single player. And then today, you say, okay, well, uh, you know what, I'm playing Defiance, but I wish they had an offline mode. Yeah. How is this possible? It doesn't, it doesn't hurt to have the option. That's what I've been saying, like, this entire time. Give me the option to play what I want to play. Yeah, but not all games need that option. But anyway, that's a different... That's from a different podcast. But um, I've been playing uh, Defiance also. But the thing about me playing Defiance, I, I kind of really want to know your opinion based upon it. Because I played the beta on Defiance. So a lot of stuff that I played and I remember, I still remember that stuff. So I breezed through the first couple like hours of the game because it's basically the same as the beta that I played already. But um, the arc falls that go on in the game are just straight up crazy. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. As an MMO, this is not the best MMO you can buy. Period. This is not the best MMO on a console, nor is it... It definitely is not the best MMO on a PC. Because the game is available on PC and on um, or on all the uh, current-gen consoles. It, well, except for Wii. So I don't believe it's available on the Wii, but it's that really a current-gen console anyway. But, um, yeah, uh, the game is just, like... There's people all over the place for the most part. When you're playing on a day that, like, a sat on the weekend, there's people all over the place. Um, arc falls are dropping while you're doing other random missions. You hear about an arc fall dropping. The guys, the two characters from the show, and some of the other characters from the show, couple man appear, appear in the game itself. There was so. actually a few missions that I did where. I'm out in the field, you know, shooting up bad guys, and an arc fall falls right next to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heart attack. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's that. The arc falls are, well, for the most part, they're not really random, random. They're random where they drop. They're not, well, they're not really random where they drop. They're random just random. Lines. They just randomly show up from time to time. That's all. So. They're always good to have, though. Not a bad thing. Because there's always, whenever you're at an arc fall, you could be the first one there or the last one there. There's usually an average of like 10 to 20 people there. Yeah. Even when you're doing like a storyline mission, I noticed that because on a few missions, I'm going there and I have to go to a different part of the map. So I get to that part of the map and I was supposed to do like five or six different things. And if there's people there, they're doing those things while you're there. So if somebody hits a switch that you were supposed to hit, it recognizes that for everybody. So, you know, you go through your mission faster. I'm like, oh, okay, that works. Yeah, I, I can see where I, I can see how that works. 
And I, 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 I'm so far enjoying the game. It's good to see that the bugs that they had and the beta are taken out. And that now the issue, one issue was, and I, the guy who, when I was buying it, he did mention it, was that um, when you install the game, the game can take like an hour, Forever. two hours to, to download everything. All And when you think you're just about done, you're not. It starts, the packets start right back up again. But a lot of MMOs are like that. And it depends on your... Uh, your um, speed rate that you your download speed rate. Yeah, so. you get one patch and it says estimated time about thirty five minutes. You get to like the last two minutes, and you're like, yes, yeah, almost done. And there's another patch for forty five minutes. You're like, come on. Well, at this time, it's our first. It's this the first uh, song we're gonna use to uh, go to break, and that song is uh, from the Hunter X Hunter 2011 version. Uh, Fear and loathing in Vegas. The song title. Just awake. song that you just heard was our first song of this podcast and that was Fear and Loathing Just Awake from Hunter x Hunter of the two thousand of the 2011 version I actually ended up watching that show but we'll end up talking about that a little later but what we're going to talk about right now is uh, some of the phones that uh, are about to come out or some phones that are rumored to uh, be slated to come out sometime fairly shortly and on the Facebook page itself, I've put up a picture of the uh, blue uh, blue phone Life One, um, and some of the specs and everything in regards to that phone. I, I thought it, like I said, I had the HTC One, the HTC One I like a lot. The S4 is not a bad, it's no slouch either. But you know, those phones without a contract are relatively high and expensive. Whereas this Blue Life One phone, I believe, if you buy it without a contract, is two hundred and twenty-nine dollars. It's roughly like three hundred dollars, just like the uh, Nexus Four is. I believe if you get it with a contract, it's like fifty bucks, um, which isn't really bad considering um, the phone itself will sport. Uh, it will have a display of five uh, inches, just like the uh, S Four does. It also has a. Um, it's also going to be running Android four point. Two, I believe it's 4.2. It might be 4.3. No, it's 4.2. Uh, Jelly Bean. So it's gonna have. It's for the most part, it's gonna be running the newest Android. I believe Keyline Pie comes out um, probably later on this year. But um, the phone for for its price tag, it's not really bad. It's kind of like kind of a middle of the road kind of phone. But it's offering a lot of different things. Um, you know, the it, it has the uh, quad core. 1.2 gigahertz uh, Cortex processor in it, and it has a camera of uh, it has a 13 megapixel camera, 
And, you know, it's for the most part, it's on par with just about every other phone that's kind of high market on the uh, in the marketplace as of right now. Can so, it tie my shoes too? Uh, probably so. Give it a couple more years. Oh, okay. And uh, it'll probably be able to do a whole bunch of stuff. Because that's um, a very important factor. The uh, the ion battery, it's probably standby time. looks like it's about, uh, if it's in 3G mode, it's like 760 hours. If it's on talk time, it's about 20 hours in 3G mode. It looks like it's only available in 3G as of now. It Probably later, later on, probably if they come out with a Life One Plus, it'll probably be in 4G LTE. Um, so far, if you're if you're looking for a phone to get for someone that's relatively inexpensive, it's it looks like it's a good alternative. And you know, most of these phones that are like cheaper, they tend to be they're they don't have a quad core, they don't have a five inch screen, they don't have they don't run Jelly Bean. So those three things alone. With a 13-megapixel camera, those are pretty good to have in a low-budget, not low-budget, but middle-of-the-road type phone. Speaking of kind of higher-end phones, you have the uh, Nexus 5 that they're rumoring to come out. Um, probably, It's probably going to come out probably either later on this year or next year. And that phone, it's supposed to come... It's supposed to have the Android uh, Keyline Pie, which is Android 5.0, as the operating system on this new phone. Uh, it's supposed to have, of course, a 5.2 full uh, HD display. It's supposed to have 2.3 gigahertz quad uh, Snapdragon uh, 800 processor. It's pretty, pretty much the same processor that's in the um, Moto X phone. Um, a lot of the, a lot of features on this phone is similar to the Moto X phone, except they're not touting like a, a, the 4K support and all that other stuff. I'm sure eventually they're going to probably talk about that because you know it looks like it has the same specs as the uh, as the uh, Moto Four, the Moto X phone. Um, it's going to have a, a two gig ROM, two gig uh, two gigs of RAM basically in the phone. Um, there's a lot of, the phone, it, it basically is closely based on the LG Optimus G2. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but if you think about it this way, the, the Nexus 4 was made by LG also. So they already have a proven, they had a pretty good uh, record with the Nexus 4, because the Nexus 4 is a very, very, very nice phone. Well, how many things does LG not make now? Uh, LG makes quite a few things, actually. Yeah, I noticed. Washing so. machines, I Pretty soon well, you're probably going to start no, making cars. No, they make they make a lot of they make a lot of stuff. They probably do make cars in um, I believe they're a Korean company. So, but out of the Nexus Five and um, the Moto X, um, if I had to buy a new phone, I I kind of still need to know more information because, like I said, everything is a rumor. So I'm not entirely sure what's going to. Um, actually be in the phone and what's not going to be in the phone. Most likely not. I'm pretty much guaranteed that a 5.0 Android Keyline Pie is going to be in the phone. So, and I'm pretty sure that the phone will probably be around 5 inches, a little more, a little less, somewhere in that range. You know, between the 4.7s in the world, which is the HTC One, and the 5.1s or 5.0s or 5.2s of the world, which is the uh, S4. But, um, you also got to look out for the Samsung Galaxy Note 3 and, you know, uh, whatever Apple decides they're going to do with their um, iPhones. So, you got to just keep a lookout and make sure you're 
well informed before you get uh, any of these new phones. Of course, the S4 and the HTC One phone and the Nexus 4 are all quality phones on their own right. To sort of uh, switch tracks, we're going to talk about a little bit of anime this time. And the anime we're going to talk about, primarily the only anime we're talking about today now is uh, Hunter x Hunter. Uh, the 2011 version, not the uh, 2000, I believe it's 2001 version or something like that. You know, about that, as I was looking it up initially, I found Hunter x Hunter and I saw a couple different entries with all these different years. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe these are just um, remakes you Technically, know, the 2011 anime. one is a remake. It's uh, they say that they uh, what happened was the original one, the people who make the uh, 2011 version, they said this one is more faithful to the um, original manga, the source material, than the uh, one that came out almost 10, 15 years ago. Okay, so it's kind of like um, the new Dragon Ball series that's come out that's actually more closely follows the manga. Really, I haven't even paid attention because you know me, I'm not really that much of a Dragon Ball Z fan, so you know, um, I gotta, you know, I, I noticed that the new one was coming out, but I just don't really care for Dragon Ball. For me, Dragon Ball is too uh, much because there's not enough fighting and a whole bunch of talking, so. Ooh, but when they start fighting, it, which at least that's what you say. Ooh. So, what do you think so far about uh, Hunter x Hunter 2011 version? Um, First of all, I've watched about 22 episodes of this because, you know, my friend's been getting on me about it. So, I actually sat down and watched uh, like 22 episodes. You got through, what, nine or ten of them? I'm about on episode nine right now. I'm watching it. Well, at first when I was watching it, you know, I kind of had to force myself to watch it. Because from what I can see so far, the story seems to revolve around a small child with a fishing pole. Yeah, that is a bit weird. Yeah, it doesn't really seem. It, it's not. And he knows how to I run very well. Watch. He's he's a very good runner. Yeah. Because they keep saying that over and over again in the anime. They're like, "Wow, his speed and he runs very well." Yeah. I'm like, why is that something yeah. that I should be concerned about? And I'm watching, and I keep thinking to myself, please either get older or learn some different skills and get, like, an actual weapon or something. Please don't let it be like this throughout the entire show. Whereas his friend, actually all of his friends except for maybe, um, the, what's the tall one's name? What's Leo, Leo Rio? Leo Rio or something, or something like, that. like that. Yeah, he kind of sucks also. But, uh, Killua? Killua? I think that's his name. Yeah, he, I, uh, that's how I'd say it. He looks pretty, pretty awesome. He looks like he looks like he should be the Aside from character. Aside the oddball skateboard happening. Well, this whole anime is just weird, really odd. And then the guy with the scarlet eyes, what's his name? Um, I don't know. That guy. Like I said, I'm watching 22 episodes of this show. Uh, the main character's name is Gong, uh, G-O-N. He's like 12 years old, and the kid with the skateboard, Killua, is also 12 years old. And everybody else, you know, the older looking guy, Leorio, he looks like he's like 35, but in actuality, they keep saying he's seven. He's like somewhere, he's like a teenager. I believe they infer, inferred that he was like he was like 17, 18 or 17, something like that. Because I believe he, was it him who said that he was, uh, no, you didn't watch that far out. But it's inferred that he's like 17 or 18. Which I 
find kind of unbelievable because the guy's trying to be a doc. Yeah, that is true. So he's got to be at least in his early 30s, at least. Well, in America, at least, that's yeah. usually the case. I don't know. Maybe in Japan, their doctors are like 10 years old. I don't know. Uh, so, you know, they have 10-year-old doctors. They have a bunch of doobie houses running around yeah. in their hospitals. Doobie houses wouldn't do with me. I don't know, but so far, it, it's not that bad. It, it kind of reminds me of One Piece. Yeah. There's parts of it that reminds me of One Piece. Yeah. How over the top. Not over the top, but kind of like zany how One Piece is. Yeah, so. it's weird and screwy. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I watch a little more of it. There's like 88 episodes of this thing. So, I don't think I'm going to get up to the 88 episodes, but you never Somebody really know. actually watched all of these episodes. Well, my friend is up to like 43, because that's what he told me. He's up to 43. And he really likes the anime. I'm Why sorry, really? if there isn't a substantial change in this main character, I can't do it. I don't, I don't think I get to episode 10. I no, the, 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 it's weird because I'm like, how can he, like, how can my friend recommend two totally opposite animes? How can you recommend Attack on yeah. Titan and at the same time, in the same breath, recommend Hunter versus uh, Hunter x Hunter? Yeah, he I don't recommends, how he recommends two... a flawless diamond and then he recommends a shiny turd. Like, are you serious? I'm like, I, I don't understand it all, period. I don't even know how he got to this situation. But on that note, let's uh, get to our uh, second song. What song would you... Uh, it's probably going to be our final song, but what song would you want to listen to right now? I'd say, um, you know what? I'm kind of thinking of listening to the first level music from the original Super Mario Brothers for Nintendo. Really? Yeah. That's way out of nowhere. That's yeah. Like, it's you know. retro time. Oh, yeah. But... Here it is. the Super Mario Brothers original for Nintendo first level theme music. I actually I actually enjoyed that a lot. It makes you want to go out and play that first game. At least maybe even get a Nintendo Wii to play. Nah, nah it doesn't make me nah, You gotta get a Nintendo. Yeah, you gotta take it back. But do you really want to blow all into your cartridges like you had to back in the and day? Listen, we actually got a Nintendo again. And I found out that if you never actually blow into the cartridge, the you would never have that issue. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, never have that issue. But people, you know, you see one person do it, and that's pretty much the end of it. And you see people break out the rubbing alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw you break out the rubbing alcohol and yeah. go to town on that cartridge. Because I saw our old that cartridge was crying and scrubbing itself afterward. I saw our cousin do that one day, and I was like, "Hey, maybe we should do that." Yeah, that just makes it even worse if you think about it. Did you hear? Um, that they uh, decided to make, and they're thinking about having a, I believe, it's not even thought, a thought really, but they're thinking about having a uh, Defiance Season 2. Well, I don't doubt it. I mean, the first Defiance is pretty entertaining. You've seen the first season, all most of the episodes? or all I've seen a lot of the episodes, yeah. I have only seen the first episode. Maybe the second episode. I'm not really sure. I have to get back into it because I've seen a couple of things in regards to the uh, show. 
The game is good, but the show I hear is actually pretty good too. So yeah, the show's pretty good. It's not bad. And especially if you merge the game with the show, which they've actually done quite often. I believe one of the uh, there's a contest in uh, Defiance season two where uh, if you play the game itself and you get some point value or something like that, you'll be uh, mentioned if not featured in um, season two somewhere along the lines. So your character will end up on the show. So I think that's a pretty good gimmick. Uh, you know, if you play the game and you enjoy the show, hey, why not? Yeah, it seems pretty good. That's, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's gonna hurt anything. So, uh, kind of go off, kind of go off on a, off topic a little bit. Just a little uh, bit. I was looking at um, the Verge on my phone, and they had a, a, a an article about um, DARPA. With a uh, uh, a robot of you know of all things, they're talking about like a Terminator like esque robot that they're making, and I believe it's in Boston somewhere. Uh, it, it, they and they unveiled a new humanoid robot that they uh, were creating in Boston, I believe. No, that's it's roughly not necessarily new now because in Japan they already have humanoid robots that look identical to the people they're sitting next to. And this was like years ago. Yeah, but those, those, robots. Those, those robots aren't really, they're identical looking, but they don't, like, I mean, this robot, like, they're showing the robot walking or, yeah, like walking, and they're throwing stuff underneath his feet, and he's like maneuvering and moving back, but still, still staying on his feet. Yeah, Whereas that it. robot was just sitting there, and he looked like a human, and he was talking to you. Well, I've seen that robot before. That's also kind of old, also. That's nowhere near new now. Yeah. I, I guess, but this obviously, if it's DARPA doing it, it's obviously has uh, military applications yeah, involved. I don't doubt. Involved in it. So you know, um, Boston. No, I'm sorry, it's not. Maybe they are based in Boston, but the company that made the uh, robot that they unveiled is uh, Boston Dynamics. You know, if you if you could keep a lookout on that, you know, next thing you know, we may not have people actually going out. Fighting wars, we may just have like iRobot like stuff, but robots are just fighting everything. Well, yeah, but then you gotta already, watch out. We already have um, unmanned planes and bombs and everything going out. What's yeah. the difference? Yeah, that is true. Well, that's the end of our show. Uh, we decided to cut the show short a little bit because, uh, well, last show was like, you know, a bit longer. And this show, between this show and last show, it's not that much time between the two. But, um, you know, is there any shout-outs you want to make? Um, no. Like I said, if you haven't caught that, uh, like I mentioned last week, like if you haven't caught the uh, Rhythm and the Rebel show, that show is all about hip-hop, uh, social and political affairs, and different, you know, um, topics that may come up throughout the course of the weeks that they actually um, do the shows. But that show can be found. Actually, that show is now can be found on Stitcher, Blueberry, iTunes, and some of your other regular uh, iPad, uh, not iPad, iPod providers. So, uh, you know, have a great day and enjoy and keep watching anime. All right, guys.